global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow and S&P are lower. NASDAQ is higher. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. And here is Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. That's right. U.S. stocks are trading mix right now. The Dow currently down 34 points. S&Bs are down 5. And NASDAQ climbs 3. Small cap 600 is down 6 points. And the U.S. 10-year yield fell to 2.33%. 9 out of 11 S&P sectors are trading lower, led by losses in energy, financials, and the industrials. Fractional gains in utilities and technology. NASA Biotech's gain 13. Transports fall 37. Semis rise a point, And the VIX is down by 1%. Leaders to the downside in the Dow are GE, Merck, and United Health. Apple, Visa, and McDonald's led to the upside. Retailers are under pressure again today after earnings Nordstrom fell 10% and JCPenney declined 14%. And in other news, Dick's Sporting Goods fell as much as 8.6% after the company overstated 2017 EBITDA. Live from the First Rebecca News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? Okay, thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type, Squawk, S-Q-U-A-W. UK on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you so much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. I'm Carol Masser, and this is Bloomberg. Spirituality, faith, and democracy are the cornerstones of our country. We are all patriots, and tonight the patriots are world champions. How cool is that? That, of course, is New England Patriots owner Bob Kraft back in 2001, the first Super Bowl win for the New England Patriots. And we want to talk a little bit more about Mr. Kraft because he's uh, obviously the owner of the Patriots, successful businessman as well, so much more. And he recently sat down with our own Megan Murphy, editor of Bloomberg Businessweek. Megan, uh, you're back in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. I'm in Boston. You You lived here, right, for a while? I, uh, well, or my, nearby. Worcester. 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 So I was born in Worcester. <laughs> my parents are from Worcester. Uh, so it was, uh, it was great fun to talk with, uh, Mr. Kraft, obviously, about, uh, about Massachusetts roots of the Murphy family. You guys had fun with, you, you had so much fun with him, and I know the audience loved it because he, he spoke recently at, uh, our Bloomberg Breakaway Summit. Uh, I was there. This is a man who loves business, loves sports, and he loved his wife. Yeah, you know, the the interview was interesting just because as much as you think you know about anyone who is in the position like he's in, owner of the Patriots, billionaire, a very visible guy, you know, when they tell their life story about, you know, their successes, but also their failures, their struggles, his business, how he, how he has taken the Patriots, how he built Gillette Stadium, but most poignantly about his wife and mm-hmm. about his relationship with Donald Trump. But just, you know, in the interview, which you can't see because we're on the radio, but every time he mentioned her name, Myra, he would call her his sweetheart, sweetheart, and he would actually look up to the sky, look up mm-hmm. to the heavens. And um, it was fascinating to hear him talk about that and put it into context. And it, what kind of blew my mind is you started off with the Boston Lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Boston Lobsters, which, which you know, you know why I brought that up and I started with that? Because he learned so much of what he's done with the Patriots from that franchise, and it was a world tennis team back in the 70s. And he said he learned two things. You know, he learned he had to have a star because uh, – he, he had to have a star. He had, he, mm-hmm. he had to get Martina Navratilova on that team. And I highly recommend people watching the NFL films clips of the Boston Lobsters because it is 70s-tastic. <laughs> and, and he also learned that you needed to control other parts of the franchise. You need to control the parking. You need to control the concessions to really make the revenue 
really bump, and, and that that was the key thing. What is it, you know, okay, here's a guy who has just done so much for the Patriots. You know, you guys talked about a couple of, uh, a couple of different things, including, of course, Tom Brady and, and when he landed Tom Brady. Um, what was it that kind of stood out for you as you talked about um, the team? Oh, I mean, his stuff about Deflategate in terms of, look, we all see Tom Brady and Giselle and, and the Patriots, as, as Bob Kraft knows, inspire as much envy, jealousy. People hate them, frankly, as they do people who love them. And what I was really interested in, and nobody gets to be in his position, you know, worth over $5 billion, five Super Bowl championships, running one of the most successful sports franchises in recent decades, without a little bit of steeliness, and in fact, a lot of steeliness. And when mm-hmm. we got to Deflategate and talked about how the league had meted out punishment specifically to Tom Brady, um, he stiffened, and he said, you know, I forgive, but I never forget. And I think he still feels quite um, aggrieved at how Tom Brady was treated, he says, as a man. And and that's because he knows him a different way than most of we do. He knows he's watched his journey as a kid to, to who he is, and he says he respects him. He respects his integrity and how he is as a human being, perhaps more than anything else. I can't remember, but did he feel kind of let down by the league? He felt they went, they sort of went too far, yeah. I think, in, in, in questioning uh, Tom's personal integrity as a human being. Uh, and I think he feels that he was mistreated and he feels, he still feels quite strongly about it. Right. And he felt quite strongly about Tom Brady and just saying what a good guy he is and what a, what a nice guy uh, he is. He also talked about Donald Trump, who he has known for years. He's known the president for years. And, and, and going back to Myra and her tragic death, he said something, you know, he does talk, he has talked about this before, but I don't, he's, he said something which I had heard him say, which is that after she died, he felt so low that he was worried he was going to die and that his mm. kids were worried he was going to die. And he says there's five or six people who really made that time bearable for him. One of those people was Donald Trump, who called him every week for a year to check in on him after his wife passed away. Uh, and again, it just, he knows people in different ways than we know them or their public persona. And, you know, we put this clip on, on Twitter and on social media and it's attracted a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, commenting on it. But I think if, if people would actually watch the clip and watch how he says it and how he tells that story, Bob Kraft values loyalty and friendship and he says he puts that above politics for him and he knows the president, frankly, in a different way than a lot of people do. And I do wish that, you know, as, as crazy as the political environment is right now, mm-hmm. you know, there are different perspectives out there and, and people have them. I feel like everybody should watch it because I felt like when you guys had the conversation in that, that summit, that dinner that night, uh, at Bloomberg, it got really quiet because I think it was a perspective we maybe have not heard a lot about this president. Um, last thing, I uh, just got about 40 seconds. My favorite moment. <laughs> <laughs> or among my favorites was when he was talking about the sneakers he wears. Oh my God. So he's a sneakerhead and he was wearing his own shoes and he actually has his own kind of shoe that he sort of like trademarks. And, and, and speaking of it, there's a great video on him and going through his sneakers and he talks about how it gives him street cred and, and you know what he says, particularly mm-hmm. in the locker room that the guys love it. <laughs> he's a sneakerhead and uh, he's got a vast collection. It was really funny to see. What was your favorite moment? Just quickly. I think just getting that different perspective on his relationship with Trump yeah. and, and what kind of person, you know, getting a glimpse of who he is as a man. You're amazing, too. <laughs> that was a great conversation. Another great conversation that you had with him. Megan, take care. Have a great weekend. You too, guys. Have fun in Beantown. Thank you. Bye. Megan Murphy from Worcester, editor of Bloomberg Business Week, joining us from our 1130 studio. And check out Business Week uh, with Oliver Rennick tonight at 6 p.m. on Bloomberg Radio. You can also watch Bloomberg Business Week. Saturday at 12 noon, Wall Street time on Bloomberg TV. This is.